0: Thank you. To the Travel Advice Show. Listen to all the shows and listen to th- this particular show at www.traveladviceshow.com. I'd like to welcome uh, Jerry Fuller, my co host. How are you doing, Jerry?
1: Yeah, fantastic. How are you doing, Chris?
0: Oh, t- doing great. I'm really excited about the topic today. Uh, would you like to introduce yeah. our, our guest and our topic? Sure.
1: Oh, I'd love to. Uh, We're really excited to have Karen with us again with Australia 2000. She was our guest when we did the overview on on New Zealand on May the 8th show, so please go back and listen to that and uh, always go on to her website, Australia 2000. But Karen, we want to thank you very much for being with us again.
2: Pleasure, Jerry. Thanks so much for inviting me to chat with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank you, Karen. It's great to have you back. Yeah, I look forward to it.
1: And our topic today is going to be on the different activities. Uh, that you can do in New Zealand, uh, from outdoors and athletic-type things, exciting um, things that uh, New Zealand is so famous for. And, Karen, I know we talked earlier about it, and why don't we just start at the top of the North Island and start talking about some fabulous options for our listeners. Is that okay?
2: Sounds like a great idea to me, Jerry. Um, As everybody knows, I'm sorry. As everybody knows, New Zealand's divided into two islands, the North Island and the South Island, and both of them offer an extreme of adventure. And adventure can take so many different feelings for so many different people. And it can be rugged adventure or soft adventure. Some people consider wine tasting an adventure. And so New Zealand, mm-hmm. the wonderful country that it is, with something to see around every corner, has almost a different adventure around every corner as well. Mm-hmm. So starting from the very top of the country is the beautiful Bay of Islands at the top of the North Island, and that's an exquisite area, very well known for beautiful beaches, wonderful for sailing. So if people want to go sailing for a day, they can go perhaps sailing in the catamaran out to Hole in Rock on a guided tour, and perhaps go swimming with dolphins. If they're, if they're experienced sailors themselves, they might like to charter a yacht and go sailing for three or four days. Or There's Beneteaus up there that are fully equipped and beautiful condition. So that's a lovely option for people. And Mm -hmm. for the people who are not experienced sailors but like the thought of um, being going sailing for several days, there are um, people who will charter the yachts and they'll be completely crewed for them. So they can either do bareboat sailing Mm -hmm. or they can do charter Mm -hmm. or a full day. And for the people who'd like to learn to sail, There's even a company up there who have some of the old America's Cup maxi yachts, the 12 meters, that um, take people on as their crew, and they sail from Bay of Islands down to Auckland. It's about a a three-day cruise. And by the end, people have learned all the things about... Seven. Yeah, it is really neat. Not the most comfortable way of doing a cruise, of course, because, uh, <laughs> you know, those those 12-metre racing yachts are really not built for comfort, but it's sure as heck a great way of learning the skills. So for people who um are looking to do other things up in Bay of Islands, there's a lovely area called Cape Ranga, and that is exciting in so much as it has huge um, sand dunes, that are great for, for climbing up and then boarding down on. And it also is an area that has quicksand. So as a result of the quicksand, um, it's not a place that people can just, you know, hop in a car of their own and drive. It's certainly not allowed for that. But you can get up there by uh light aircraft if that's a way of, if that runs in people's budget. Or there are some um small group tours that will take people up there. And there's a beach up there called Ninety Mile Ninety Mile Beach that uh, is quicksand, and so um, and also hard sand, so the bus can go along that. And um, lots and lots of fun in that. Also, this Bay of Islands area that is so beautiful is known for its game fishing. So if people are into marlin fishing or sail fishing, that's um, certainly available mm-hmm. to them there. And also, it's a beautiful area for golfing. There is um, an exquisite golf course up there called Curry Clips that is rated oh, yeah. as... you heard about that one? Absolutely yeah I
1: have. I've actually seen it. Have
2: you? Yeah. 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 So you know it's on that beautiful cliff and not only is it a challenging course, but the views are exclusive. Yeah. yeah. So magic, right. place. And uh, grateful mm-hmm. people who find uh, golfing as, as an adventure or a challenge.
1: Let um, N- me ask you a question while we we're talking about golfing in New Zealand.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I know a lot of people want to go down and golf. Um, how is it in golfing in New Zealand? Is it like, are they private clubs? Do you have to pay astronomical prices, as you do in some places in other parts of the world? Is it easy to get a tea time? Or, do you know right. about the situation of yeah, like yeah. golfing there?
2: I do know quite a bit. We've organi- recently organized a golfing tour for 24 people um, who were golfing mm. all through New Zealand. And uh, mm-hmm. yes, it's easily done if it's pre-booked. A lot of the courses are terribly expensive, and Carrie Cliffs, of course, is one of them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, their sister company. By expensive,
1: do you mean by how much?
2: Um, New Zealand at 600, 620 New Zealand dollars.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow. You didn't want to buy the place.
2: <laughs> that does include rental, wow. golf club <laughs> rental and, and green feed.
1: Oh,
0: Yes. <laughs> And
1: uh, and half ownership. Exactly. <laughs> it's a beautiful course. I mean, yeah. it,
0: it is it's a, a good, good visit. opportunity,
1: and it's worth it, it. Wow. Yes, indeed. Are there any cheaper ones in town? <laughs>
2: I am mean, not. Sure. I'm not too sure that the locals play there every day. <laughs> <laughs> but it. But it
3: is
1: it, it. <laughs> a. Where the locals play? Hmm. I mean. Where would the locals play, for example? Maybe not there, but...
2: Yes, yes. Now, there's pages? another golf course up there that's called at Carrington, and that's a, that, just by a winery there, and that's a much more um, moderately priced course. still a very good course, but um, far more moderately priced than Gary Cliffs that really is um, on the high end, to say the very least. So, I know it's more like the
1: Pebble Beach here, isn't it? In yeah, yeah,
2: indeed, it is, and um, just, just like a Pebble Beach... Um, one of the golfers mm-hmm. recently said that it was superior to Temple Beach. So that's something mm-hmm. interesting. Right. Well, you know, the really for the committed golfer. It's not for somebody who thinks they just go around and have a bit of a hack. But um, it, it's something that some people like to do. Um, also, mm-hmm. Bear Islands is something that's wonderful to do, and that is the diving. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: And there's two sorts of diving. People can dive on the Rainbow Warrior, um, which is wreck diving. And Rainbow Warrior, as mm-hmm. you may or may not know, of course, is the um, flagship for the Greenpeace movement. It was bombed in Auckland Harbour in nineteen eighty five and has been mm-hmm. dragged up to Bay of Islands for, for wreck diving. There's also mm-hmm. um diving at Poor Nights and that's an area that uh, Jacques Cousteau has sort of named as one of the top ten dive sites in the world. And that's because of the wow. subtropical yeah, as exquisite subtropical um Deep caverns and um, caves and pinnacles, um, extremes of terrain from um, volcanic rock reefs, and vast kelp forests. Mm-hmm. So it's an absolutely gorgeous spot for diving. Not nearly as well known mm-hmm. as Great Barrier Reef in Australia, but it is. Um, and the really thing cool.
1: that's interesting also about that area of diving is the water is not as cold as what you think it might be for New Zealand.
3: Mm. It, um, yeah.
1: I mean, you think New Zealand really freezing weather where you have to have the heaviest of all equipment to dive, but it, it's cool, but it's not icy cold. That's and true. decent diving.
2: Mm, gorgeous mm-hmm. diving, yeah. So a lovely spot mm-hmm. for people to consider for all of these reasons. And uh, then, of course, there's the giant kari tree in um, in the Bay of Islands, and if people like to go hiking, there's beautiful kari forest to hike through. And there are some mm-hmm. Maori guides up there who will take people through the forest to learn about... Um, the Māori history, as related to the area, mm-hmm. and of course, Bay of Islands is where the Waitangi um, uh, Peace Treaty was signed in um, on the 6th of February. And I'm now trying to remember the date as we're talking about the year, but uh, giving agreement mm-hmm. for the British people to live with the Māori people side by side. Right. So that sort of is beautiful um, Bay of Islands. It's an absolutely exquisite area. I just adore it and great for great for mm-hmm. adventure. Um, coming down the coast, you've been and done all of these sorts of things, of course. And, and mm-hmm. then coming down, perhaps to Auckland, that is a very well-known um, city of New Zealand and the one that most people fly into internationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auckland has been built on volcanic. Rock and and it's surrounded by bush and the harbours. So it's sort of, much as it's a cosmopolitan city, there's great adventure just around the corner. So the people can uh, go out to um, the black sand beaches and on the west coast and uh, hike along there. There is mm-hmm. um, the several volcanoes not too far away that they can be climbing, and there's also beautiful Waiheke Island. Now, it's a place that I absolutely adore and great for adventures, probably more soft nature than, you know, the the, the jeep lump- jumping off, bungee jumping. But Waiheke has, a, you know, it's a 15-minute boat ride, ferry ride, or you can get there by helicopter or light plane. But it has beautiful beaches, there's lovely kayaking, there's lovely hiking, um, good horse horse riding there as well. And um, Mm -hmm. lovely wineries, so if people want to sort of break their adventure with a bit of a winery visit, it's a lovely place to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. some people consider a helicopter flight an adventure. Well, many of us do. And so take a soft adventure of a helicopter flight to a a restaurant, land at the winery restaurant Mm -hmm. and have lunch there, and then perhaps go for a bit of a wander and take the ferry back to Auckland. So that's another beautiful thing to do. That's That's what we
1: did the last time that we went. Helicopters, it's we we ferried over and helicoptered back.
2: Yeah, lovely thing to do. It's
1: a great trip. Yeah,
2: yeah it's a great
1: great, Beautiful seeing as you're flying.
2: It's a magic, yeah. beautiful, beautiful area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and then, then for the, the person who's really wanting some harder adventure in Auckland, there's all those weird and wonderful things like um, the bridge climb that is sort of, modeled mm-hmm. a bit on the Sydney Harbour Bridge where the people are all suited up in um, the climb suits and cabled up to the side, to the bit, to the, the bridge and then hiked to the top. Um, that's very mm-hmm. popular with young people. Uh, and another thing that probably, that I haven't done, but I think would be something up my alley, and that is to take New Zealand's highest jump and take, take the jump from the sky tower. And that's on a cable.
0: Really? Oh my God. Yeah. You can do oh. that. It's open to the public, <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah, and it's
2: a 6, 630 oh. foot jump.
0: Oh, jeez Oh, you, my word. You would be up for that, Karen? Wow. Uh,
2: oh, yeah, I'd great. love to do
0: it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, man. You'd, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's great. And it, I, it,
1: just, I think got things as I jump. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Oh. And what I one imagine. does is oh, imagine just being hooked up by a cable oh. and then doing a leap like mm-hmm. Superman.
3: Oh. The, the
2: the fall is only really about 20 seconds, Jeez. and then it's...
1: You... <laughs> really? Yeah, and, and that's open Really, yes. yeah. It's about 20 <laughs> seconds.
2: Jeez. 20, so, 20, 20,
1: 20
2: seconds, 20 20 20 seconds. 20 that's
1: about weird, isn't it? <laughs> yes.
2: So, Wait, about what does that call, Karen? Um, no, I don't yeah, know the price, but I think it's not cheap. Oh, okay. But it's also... The fall is at about 45 miles an hour, so... Is, oh, that's what twenty seconds only. And, and they so should I pay mean, you to do it. <laughs> I think so. I hope they will. Um, uh, so,
1: how much do you think it is? $100 US? I, think I would
2: think it's probably yeah. more like 150 US. Oh, okay. US, but I would imagine. 150 US? US? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Indeed, okay. Well, That's not too bad. it's not too, it too bad. Like to talk about, about it. For the,
0: exactly. And tell your grandchildren one day. <laughs> do they
1: give t- you a free video or anything as you're following? Oh,
0: yeah, like a photograph or.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. And and the, the marvellous thing about it is that you actually land on your feet. You land on a platform and, oh, uh, wow. and yeah, yeah, so exciting nice. stuff. Now if that doesn't yeah. excite all the adventures on this planet, I'm not sure what will, to be perfectly yeah. honest.
0: Yeah, I and, and I, is that where the, in Auckland do the All Blacks, the rugby team, do they play in Auckland? There, I heard that's a big adventure too, seeing the All Blacks, the rugby team, right the Yes, New
2: indeed. Zealand yes, rugby
0: yes, team. Yeah. yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that wonderful team, and um, yeah,
0: the yes. haka doing the haka there. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, hmm right. Yeah. Hoping to frighten the the opposing team before they started, of course,
0: especially. yeah that that's amazing to me to see that the haka yeah and and, and yeah, back of
2: yeah. interestingly yeah. talking about the the old blacks, my husband was in um in Auckland uh, for a meeting, oh. and staying in a hotel that where the All Blacks were staying, and he oh. said he was about to get into the into the elevator. Oops! When the door opened and there were three three footballers there, he said there was no room for anybody else. We had to wait. For <laughs> to come back. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, huge right in there.
0: Oh man, yeah, that's that's yeah. funny. Yeah,
2: yeah such big guys. Oh
0: yeah, gosh, that's great. I know. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really popular down there, aren't they? That's like a national the national team. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Great. that's yeah. great. yeah. yeah. So moving, moving sort of leaving Oakland now because yeah. we we've, we. We've, you know, done all these weird and wonderful things. But another spot that's not too far from Auckland is called Coromandel on the peninsula there. Ooh, okay. A beautiful, beautiful area, good again for beautiful, lovely beaches and sort of gentle mountain ranges, really. And uh, there's an incredibly beautiful tree that grows there that's called pohutukawa. It grows all the way along the cliffs. And it's also known as the New Zealand Christmas Bush. So come um, in December time the whole of the cliff is ablaze with red from this beautiful pahutakawa, But the, the, the wow. beaches there are absolutely exquisite. And there's one there that's called Hot Water Beach, um, Cathedral Beach. And that's where people, the water is um, under the sand is, is really, really hot. It's, it's boiling hot water. So people dig holes mm-hmm. in the sand and just sit in them, like um, just build their own little holes. And the hot water comes up from the bottom and it takes away people's aches and pains. So for people who've been out bike riding in the area or doing some trekking, it, this is sort of a nice sort of little free spa to oh. to soak away some of the aches and pains.
0: That sounds great. Yeah, after recreating um, all day. Oh, you can just yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it
2: is gorgeous. And there's you know there's a guy out there called Kiwi Dundee, who's a bit of a local character who will take people on a hike through the redwood through the the Kari Forest there and along the the um, shoreline. So for people who are really wanting a bit of guiding, Kiwi Dundee does a pretty darn good job, so good storyteller into the bargain. And um, so that, that's a, the, and then for people who consider sort of taking a little train ride, and a lovely adventure in itself. There's a, a narrow gauge train ride there that people can take. That's run by an artist who has um, he takes people up to his uh, studio and he does pottery up there. And also he's been rejuvenating um regenerating is the word I'm looking for. Um tarry trees because at one stage they were hmm. that area was denuded. So that's sort of a that, oh. you know, bit of gentle adventure in that area. And then of course I
1: think we should mention about the uh the carry tree is that it, the carrot tree is that it's really hard wood.
2: Oh, it's it really is hard wood. It's very yeah, it's very similar to the giant redwood. And, uh, right. and in, a, yeah, in actual fact, the Californian Redwood, and in actual fact, mm-hmm. uh, when the British were firstly settling the area, they really, uh, you know, with the rest of the world, not nearly enough knowledge of what they are doing, and denuded that whole, um, peninsula of, of the territory tree. They cut them down for hardwood because they, you know, made wonderful furniture and wonderful buildings, you know. Houses mm-hmm. and floors and all the rest, and so there has been a big regeneration. But they're a beautiful, tall trees. That's tree. good
1: that he did it.
2: Mm, no. indeed.
1: Yeah.
2: And going back to Bay of Islands, there's a, a curry tree up there that's uh, the tallest curry tree on the in New Zealand. Is up in Bay of Islands. You can go and see it as well. Mm-hmm. So moving from from um, Coromandel, um, Rotorua is about an hour's drive from Coromandel, and uh, well known for its bubbling mud and um, geysers, but uh, also in addition to that, it's known as another action area, and people can do um, lots of weird and wonderful things there, um, including um, uh, jet boat riding on the um, on the river there on on the Lake Rotorua, and they can also do um, zorbing. I don't know whether you've done zorbing, Jerry. You know I have
1: doing? never done it. I don't even no. think I've heard of it.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, trust, trust the Kiwis to come up with another marvelous thing. I'm going
1: to have to go down to New Zealand this weekend and do it. Now, oh, I tell
2: you what, yeah. <laughs> it, It's absolutely astonishing <laughs> It's like, These huge um, plastic type balls that are you're bigger than a per- well, as big as a person, and it's clear, well padded. Mm. People get in, and you can just have one person in, or a couple, and you can throw in water if you wish, or not. But these things then roll down a track, and some of the tracks are sort of straight and long, and about you know 100, 150 metres long. Uh, and then there's mm-hmm. another one that's a zigzag. So, and people sort of stand—you you can stand if you want—with you know legs apart and arms over your head, cutting the top of the thing, and then just sort of roll down the hill in this weird and wonderful way. <laughs> more, more silliness and life-threatening, I'd say. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it.
3: Absolutely magic, isn't
2: <laughs> it? And trust the kiwis to sort of come up with these these wonderful benefits. The that's event. great.
1: They come up with the weirdest stuff, but it sure is fabulous.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it is, it's just who else would have a thought a of
1: bungee jumping?
2: Right, indeed. You know, I've got this vision of a group of guys sort of sitting around late at night and something. Sort of now, what? now what more? What more can we possibly do? It's sort of the same adrenaline rush. But, uh, in Rotorua, you can also do um, some, well, equally sort of crazy, in some people's minds, you can do tandem parachute jumping, but uh, as I think I said when I spoke to you last time, something that I've done myself and I've seen all. um right. And... Yeah, right. And you can also go white water rafting in the area, and there are three different rivers, so that they really are catering to all different people, to people's different needs. There's mm-hmm. one river that is sort of not terribly rough, and you know the rapids are quite, quite mm-hmm. moderate. And then there's another river that um, is one that has grade five uh, rapids on it, so called names like the Big Dipper mm-hmm. and the Washing Machine, and all these sorts of wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And then there's a third river. Um, Kaituna River that has the world's longest, um, commercial waterfall for rafting. And it's actually 20 feet. Oh, my word! Wow. Oh, my word! <laughs> oh, <really? Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and that's extreme there. That's extreme. That, that
2: is extreme, yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Um, people really have to want to do it. It's not something that we'd be saying to them. Now, this is what you must do. But, um, if people uh, are up for it, it's all there and available. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, what time of year do you recommend that they go uh, kayaking on those rivers? What's the best uh, time? Yep, well, Is it like I, their spring?
2: Yeah, spring? because they've just had the runoff from the, um, you know, from the Tongariro areas and all the rest of it from the snow. So yeah, okay. the, yes. the spring so spring. and
1: starting March and April.
2: And, well, no, that's fall. Um, so, so the other oh, that's, end, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably right. sort of October, November, December. Probably November, December, January, okay. very March would be what I would think right. would be, you know, the most, most fun. But um right. and also in that same area there's Lake Taupo that's I think the third largest lake in New Zealand, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Wonderful it's Absolutely
1: beautiful.
2: Isn't it it's exquisite?
1: Beautiful. Oh, it's
2: a beautiful
1: yeah. and the the lodges around there are fantastic.
2: Are they? Oh Hooker Lodge for example is, yeah. is one of the Oh oh my and word is that yeah. magic? I've and stayed a, there a
1: couple of times.
2: Oh, lucky man. Yes, and fishing.
1: the fishing is, is just world-class, isn't it, for trout?
2: Isn't it fabulous, yes. And that wonderful mm-hmm. thing about New Zealand, that the only people who can eat trout are the, in New Zealand are the ones who've caught it, that you can't buy it in restaurants mm-hmm. and you can't um, mm-hmm. buy it in, in stores. So it's certainly mm-hmm. a good reason to go out there and do some trout fishing. And, of course, the wonderful <laughs> guides there. Uh, um, people certainly do catch the truck, and then the restaurant of the hotel where they're staying will cook it for them Mm -hmm. or even the guide Uh, Mm -hmm. and then not too far away something that a place that I absolutely adore called Congarero National Park have you been there? Mm -hmm.
1: yes I have, it's been probably about five years it's fabulous, I mean the whole country is spectacular it's wonderful
2: isn't it magic? And those uh, three lovely yeah, and the three lovely volcanoes there. I've hiked two of yeah. them. But, uh, ta- yeah, really? Tongariro and uh, also mm-hmm. Ropehu. And um, both of them, of course, in the winter months are for skiing. But in um, mm-hmm. the summer months, it's great for for hiking. But you really do need to be fit. They're um, good and steep. Right. The Tongariro, you can do a day hike, or you can do a three-day um, trek. Called Tongariro Trek, yeah. and that's cabin to cabin, hut to hut. So that's you know for people who are out there really want to have some physical activity. But that whole area is like the craters of the moon. I remember when I got to the top of Tongariro, and just looking in at that yeah. crater and seeing the red of the yeah. red of the wall, and then the black of the um, the charcoal that okay. from the it all was absolutely breathtaking. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. I've never tried the
1: mountain. You know, that's the one thing I don't think most people. Realize that uh, that New Zealand is basically nothing but volcanoes.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just volcano yeah.
1: the whole way, basically, isn't it?
2: It is. It's absolutely astonishing. It's the most remarkable. And, thing.
1: And we never publicize that, and I mean, they don't gonna, they're not going to blow up or anything.
3: Mm-hmm. But <laughs> no, most well, of, well
2: then, most of those, <laughs> uh, most, of
1: those <laughs> uh, most of those islands are nothing but volcanic. Bo- oh, volcanoes, aren't they? Mm.
2: Yeah. So um, I think that. Was it real Pehu that sort of erupted in the last 10 years, I think? Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I was, what was going to tell you something about, oh, about that Tongariro National Park that's now gone out of my head, I can't, so we have to look that up. Oh, I'm I, sorry. That, that's okay. It isn't all that important. <laughs> well, but, no, it'll come back to you, maybe. It will come back to me with any luck, <laughs> I hope, today. <laughs> <laughs> so... But in that, in that in that lovely area as well, um, we have Waitomo caves. Now it's it's sort of not quite in the Taupo area, but it's also you know Rotor, uh, rural mm-hmm. area, and Waitomo is actually a marvellous area, and I'm sure you noticed as much about it as I do, Jerry. But mm-hmm. the fact that there's those lovely glowworm caves there, and right. people can see them in so many different ways. You can see them in a very gentle way with going through a with a going you know, with a guide through the the limestone caves, and just walking down a little bit, and then going in a punt, uh, where the guide is sort of mm-hmm. actually pulling from ropes that are fairly well disguised. And when when the mm-hmm. lights roll out, and suddenly hear all these black little glowworms, little glowworms glowing against the black black of the rocks, it looks like stars mm-hmm. sparkling in the sky. So that's gentle adventure. Mm-hmm. And then, in that same yeah. wonderful area, if you want to take it to another level you can do black water rafting and through the caves again and so this time, people are kitted mm-hmm. up in um um wetsuits with um mm-hmm. miners' lamps on their heads and uh sit in a tube and down they go flying down the river um <laughs> and, into <laughs> <laughs> and into the cave so <laughs> of uh, takes people's breath away somewhat, (laughs) and then it can become more extreme if you wish. And that's that's for people who sort of like to do a bit of rock climbing and abseiling. And uh, so that you you can do all of this into the cave with with, obviously with the guide. But uh, you can one of the one of the trips there will take people um, rappelling, abseiling down the face of the cliff, and down past waterfalls, and then a bit of rock climbing. And then down a ladder, then suddenly you end up in the cave. And so then now you're going through the cave, and, um, and then at the end, climb up the ladder, and the light coming down just makes this all so primordial, just climbing up the ladder and into a rainforest. Mm. Absolutely remarkable. Wow. Remarkable stuff. Yeah. So, when did you, they you start know, doing that? I think they've probably no? been, well, I learned about it. I don't know when they started it, but I learned about it five years ago. Um, so I don't I don't know
1: I, I This them. is the first I've ever heard of that.
2: Really? Oh, Jerry, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah,
1: it sounds wonderful. That's should I'll do yeah. the next time down.
2: Well, I think you should. It's um,
1: wonderful.
2: Because, yeah, it's yeah. just breathtaking. And in actual fact, um, just for people who are interested in taking this, you really don't have to be an experienced uh, upsaler. They will teach you. Obviously, you're not going to start going down the, the most dramatic of the But they will teach you Mm -hmm. there. You don't have to be terribly experienced at all. It's just to have a feeling of adventure in your heart and your soul. Mm -hmm. You're on your way, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, Beautiful,
1: beautiful
2: things. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: I
2: love uh, it. Yeah, good. (laughs) Let let me excite you and not stop you from any of these wonderful things. (laughs) No,
1: not. The more exciting, the the better I want to do it.
2: Uh, yeah, no, is oh, it the truth? Is it the truth? I just yeah, yeah, If it's sort of new and different, it's a whole lot of fun. Back on the mm-hmm. east coast of um the the yeah, the North Island, there's sort of lovely Hawke's Bay area, area again. Now that's a beautiful, beautiful area. Not really out there heavy on adventure, but lovely wine so the lovely wineries there if you wanted to do um a bike Wine, you know, bicycle trip, one wine, winery to winery. There are a group of people who'll take you to do that. So um, that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, again, there's there's good golf in in that area. Some that a bit, um, kept Kidnappers, just very much in the same uh, Classes as Carrick's, is run by the same company actually. But um, there's other mm-hmm. lovely golf courses around where you can just turn up and play. There is an actual fact: if you bring your golf club. Card from the States to New Zealand, you get a very good um, rate for green fees. So if there's something for oh, people would like to you know, yeah. Um, and then there's the lovely Wairapa Valley that's just sort of part of um, this uh, Hawke's Bay area. And for people who are interested in nature and sort of a bit of walking, there's a fur seal colony out there that's sort of really worth seeing. Hmm. Um, and then we can get down to Nelson, but so i to Wellington, which is south of the North Island, and that is, um, to my way, sort of more for, not so much for the adventure, but for the persons who like the galleries and the Lord of the Rings, because you can go and see Lord of the Rings areas there that are absolutely mm-hmm. exquisite. And mm-hmm. leaving the South Island behind, I mean the North Island behind, you can go to the South Island to my favourite part of New Zealand, and that's Nelson. I know. And,
3: uh, well, that's,
1: yeah. when I, that's where I've been spending most of my time, when I go to New Zealand now. That's why I didn't know about the Waitomo. Oh, thing. I haven't I been to Waitomo did. in probably ten years.
2: Oh, well, it's time to go back. Um,
1: with, yes, it these, is. Uh,
2: to do these sorts of little things, it's you know, very easy to sort of get caught up and think, oh, God, yeah. terribly commercial. But there is another way around that. But, uh,
1: uh-huh.
2: n- but Nelson is so lovely, isn't it, with all those lovely mm-hmm. national parks and... Uh, Mm-hmm. all the sunshine that's attracted uh all the artisans and the vintners and the restauranteurs and the kayakers. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there's a, I don't know whether you know mm-hmm. about it, but there's a lovely three day hike. You can do it through, or you can do several actually hike through um Able Tasman National Park that can be guided and it can and it's uh it's accommodated, so it's lodge mm. to lodge and um beautiful uh the just made it uh oh, the tree that we're talking about haven't been taken um, or taken out the carrot tree. Um, and Rimu also is another one. A lot of the floors are Rimu in this area. Mm.
1: But, uh, no, I don't know uh, that one. Oh, I, mean, oh, I, I know yeah. the area, but I don't know that.
2: Mm. Well, there's there's a, a yeah, I know of some of
1: treks down there.
2: Mm. Mm. It's absolutely beautiful hiking down that way. And I always remember yeah. the first time that I was hiking there, just my, breath, just my mouth opened as I turned a corner and couldn't believe what I was seeing because it was just mm-hmm. what we see on a postcard it was exactly that pristine water sky, mm-hmm. bush the whole thing but, but back to the three day hike and k- people can either do it as all hiking or they can do it as hiking and kayaking mm-hmm. and it's hut to hut mm-hmm. and you just sort of carry a small backpack and all the meals are provided mm-hmm. and uh, there's a great guide out there, Daryl Wilson, who does a very good job with um taking people on this adventure. If you want to do it long mm. you can uh, you can do six days I think it is. Um, but that's a lovely area and I also like it because it's sort of attracted quite a number of uh alternative lifestyle type people, hippies from long ago, who've got little um townships just um a little bit out of, along Golden Golden Bay area there. So lovely. Mm-hmm. Lovely things up there for for, for adventure. Um, well,
1: again, you know the it, nice thing about uh, Nelson area, I think, is it's not as touristy. It's oh, not the the exactly. Queenstown or the Christchurch or it's just most a lot of tourists don't go there.
2: Exactly, and, and so that's it's a good thing. More real. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and there's still the seals are still there, and people can go right. and see the seals, and you can also get kayaking, as I said, and and uh, Mm-hmm. why like
3: not too it
2: far away can. yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah yeah, just just a beautiful, beautiful area, and of course, the food's are great because of all of the wonderful produce the the wonderful weather and there's mm-hmm. green shell uh green shell mussels and uh that are so lovely and uh, beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful area, so moving along from um from Nelson, you can also if you were to drive along the the north of the island there you can sort of come through um the marlborough sounds area and again there's lovely hiking there's a, the queen charlotte walk there that's a four-day hike and that's bed and breakfast to bed and breakfast and uh the last day uh, the, second, yeah, the last day is the longest hike down that one and at the end of it after you've had your bed and breakfast uh, a ferry takes you back to the mainland. That's a beautiful, beautiful hike. Not so well known as sort of the ones in Milford Sound area that are, um, you know, the Milford track that's so well well known. But mm-hmm. um, Queen right. Charlotte Walk is beautiful. And uh, mm-hmm. in that same area, you can come down to the wine growing area and stop in Blenheim, and of course, another spot to ride from winery to winery on a bike or um, olive grove to olive grove as well beautiful area for that reason. And in February, they always have a food, set, food and wine festival that's uh, certainly worth going to.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They're coming further down that coastline, down the east coast of, um, towards Christchurch. There's a lovely little area called Kaikoura. And uh, that's beautiful again for whale watching and swimming with dolphins. And uh, mm-hmm. they, see, they have a 95% Um, rate of spotting the sperm whale. So it's probably higher than anywhere else. Mm, And and delightfully... Now, what time of year
1: would you recommend that they want to increase that percent to 95%?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I don't know the answer. <laughs> I want the exact hour and
1: date. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Here. Well, you. Would must... you go in the winter or the summer or the right, fall it, Well, it
2: winter. might be it's a bit more chilly in the winter, but but I must tell you. That oh,
1: yeah. In
2: in addition to that, um, if you don't see a whale, well, you get your money back. And in in the oh, oh, 15, isn't it wonderful? So in the 15 years that I've been doing this, I haven't had to ever make a refund. So, wow! Um, oh, wow. Really? Isn't that amazing? That that is. uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, And considering that the whales are wild, they're not kept in you know, a pen anywhere, anywhere, nor are yes. the dolphins. They're in not, like
1: Parthid, not like uh, parts of Kenya, where I'm sure that they just feed the animals so the tourists come by. <laughs>
2: yes. <yeah. laughs> uh. sadly, yes, indeed. <laughs> so, so also, but, uh, the, no, no,
1: fabulous.
2: You know, it's a beautiful area, and there's a hike there that you can do on Kakadu um, Peninsula. That's just you know, mm-hmm. sort of a, a lovely. Um, like you can spend all day doing it if you wish, but just you know, just beautiful. The scenery is exquisite. You know, just the the mountain ranges on one side and the ocean on the other. And, um, good little area, and I mm-hmm. think it's absolutely marvelous. Um, for just down at the start of the peninsula area, there's a a, a little caravan that's painted white, and they cook lobsters. Mm-hmm. So what well, you need to say
1: a caravan is a trailer house.
2: Yep. Oh, thank you. A trailer. Um,
1: For Americans.
2: For Americans, right, indeed. So that's a lovely thing to do, to stop by at the trailer and and have um, buy a lobster that's just been freshly cooked and sit in the park and and eat it. Mm -hmm. And uh, interestingly, Mm -hmm. um, people who've been traveling with this not so long back came back to tell me wonderful story about having done all of this that I'm just talking about and bought their lobster Mm -hmm. and their sitting there, unwrapping the thing into just thinking how succulent, wonderful this is going to be. And a seagull swooped down and picked up the lobster and flew away with it.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> That's worth a thousand dollars there, isn't it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> isn't that big? You have be it,
1: so wonderful! I <laughs> the guy was so disappointed. Not only did he lose the lobster, but he was so, so taken aback that he didn't take a photograph of the, the bird flying away. Either. Oh, oh my word! Well, who would have guessed?
3: Who would have guessed?
1: Who would be prepared for all of that?
2: I <laughs> Coming down this beautiful coast is um. A lovely, be- uh, a lovely farm that people can set. It's one that I really like. It's a country-state sort of thing. But the thing that's uh, remarkable about it is that it's an area where the, um, they're finding dinosaur bones, and they found a full dinosaur oh. skeleton about a couple of years ago. And there's yeah. all these boulders that they call God's marbles. Inside each boulder is a fossilized, fossilized dinosaur egg. So, you know, and, and again, you can go hiking on this fellow's farm. So it's sort of... Adventure of another sort, but you know, why would we limit anybody Mm by saying what's what's adventure and what isn't? But that's a remarkable thing to do. And then Mm -hmm. there's always... Yeah,
1: because no place in the world can you do that? Yeah,
2: Yeah, precisely. I don't know any other place. No, well, I was absolutely excited to, you know, to be there looking and thinking, you know, in in here's a dinosaur egg. It's just sort of something that we don't really imagine is going to be part of our life, um face to face to yeah. with this business so, to, you know, for me it was a real adventure and there's, on this um, fellow's farm there's a, a great big cliff that the erosion has made it um, and a, the edge of it looked like a bishop's mitre hat and face and all the rest of it and you can climb to the very top of this as I have done and then step out to the very edge and look down into the valley so you know, gorgeous stuff mm-hmm. to do around that area and then, of course, there's that lovely train if you wanted to go from the east coast to the west coast, that Transalpine train that sort of is a bit of adventure mm-hmm. in itself.
1: Um, oh, I know, I really like it.
2: It's a nice train, isn't it? And, uh, mm-hmm.
1: Lovely
2: way of seeing you. Yeah, it's very low keyed. <clears throat> yeah, it is. But I like
1: it. a good way to cross <laughs> the island.
2: Yeah, very good. Not not quite the Orange Express by any manner of means, but uh, a, <laughs> lo- <laughs> a lovely adventure. No, it
1: it is, a nice, it's a nice way to do it. It's, it's a, a, a yeah. very a good option. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm.
2: And there's also a, a great um, sheep station there, too, that's right on the edge of the Southern Alps. And, so, and the man who owns that one is uh, passionate about the environment. And you can go canoeing on his. Um, property and he's got well marked um, path trails. And so great mm. to be staying with Jerry, and he always shears the sheep by, you know, the old hand shears and all the rest of it. So it makes it mm. a bit of fun and, and interesting.
1: So oh, wonderful.
2: Mm, yeah. And then, you of course,
1: 75 that, years.
2: Yeah, indeed. Imagine still doing it. But, mm. Um, mm. So that's it. And then, of course, there's that, that West Coast that has. Um, Pinakaki Rocks and the Pancake Rocks. It's always nice for a bit of a wander around. Mm-hmm. And coming down that coastline, of course, there. in actual fact, there's more black water rafting out of uh, Hokitika. that's not nearly as well known. No. As, yeah,
3: a right. nice little
2: sp- thing to stop and do. And then, of course, mm-hmm. there's um, Franz Joseph and Fox Glacier, where you can uh, hike the glacier. And the thing that I love about that in itself is that hike across the moraine and then up through a rainforest and then oh, step out one step step sideways and there you are standing on a glacier it's
0: wow what that, a, oh, what a yeah. contrast yeah that's great yeah, yeah.
2: it, it yeah. blows my mind every time i do it um and those yeah. glacial caves are so lovely that you can see with that blue 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 looking from the from the ice and the light absolutely amazing um, you can do a half-day hike or you can do a full-day hike. And I'm um, sort of of the opinion, if you're up for it, why not why not do the full-day hike? Because most of the work comes in the half-day one, actually, after after Thunder got through all the part, <laughs> the and the, the gentler part goes on. But um, people who don't really mm-hmm. want to perhaps do that hike, there's a lovely um, flight that they can do in a helicopter that lands uh, on the glacier quite high up and mm-hmm. um you can then you know get out of, the, out of the helicopter and take a bit of a walk on the through the snow on the on the glacier that's a lovely thing to do mm-hmm. and um there's also some um more fossils seals in that area so if people are interested that's you know lovely hiking around that area that um suits seals mm-hmm. and i think we're coming down to the action capital of the world now queenstown the adrenaline mm-hmm. capital of the world um but really, as we did mention, is becoming more and more tourist-driven these days. But uh, mm-hmm. um, it has um, some remarkable things. But it's still it's worth
1: working? going to, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. You know, yeah, it's of, still worth going to. It is. And, and just that sight of Lake Wakatipu when you just sort of turn a corner and it, mm. it is. Just not right
1: in the <laughs> It's a wow. It, it
2: is. It, it you is. know you've it's made now. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed, yep. very much so. And um, a bit like Rotorua, but probably more so in so much as the adventure there is, is remarkable. And uh, right. again, there's and a lot larger rocks. area. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, indeed. And there's um, things like, um, I, I think this is where the jet boats really started, it was done in the Queenstown area. And mm-hmm. uh, the one mm-hmm. on the canyon, of course, is the one that really does. Oh, wow. And that's one of the
1: scariest rides on earth, isn't it? <laughs>
2: Don't you think? I think so. I remember the first time I did it um, was off that canyon, and I, I really had no concept of what I'd let myself in for, and I'm sure my heart stopped beating for a while. I I, I
1: know. The first time I ever did it, I thought I was dead.
2: Yeah. You can't even scream. No, precisely. (laughs) Exactly, and those guys go as far as they possibly can to their cliff It's Absolutely astonishing! I re- remember asking the guy when you know when I could finally talk. Um, how long he'd been doing this? And he mm. told me the nine years. I thought, oh well, he's you know he's obviously experienced at what he does. Right. And thank goodness, but oh,
1: man, he's still alive. <laughs> he's still alive. Yes. <laughs> oh, I you, that's one the best yeah. rides on earth. You've got to do it if you go to New Zealand. Then you don't do that. Jet boat to that canyon—you really have never been to New Zealand in my book.
2: This, you know, I agree it's with you. You've got to do it. It's You've got to do it. And th- there's another jet ride there for the people who really, perhaps, don't want to sort of go to um, to that extreme. And that is um, on the dark, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where a lot of Lord of the Rings film. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you know that's a gorgeous <laughs> one. It's not nearly as dramatic, you know, or, but it's lovely and beautiful and all that, <laughs> But it's not quite going across, you know, heading straight for a, <laughs> a, a cliff face of a deal. <laughs> It's absolutely beautiful. That's right. And, and, and yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous area that um, Lord of the Rings was, uh, a lot of the filming was done, as I mm-hmm. said. But beautiful. And, of course, mm-hmm. also in um, Queenstown, you can do the things like um, um, hang gliding and um, jumping out of planes, tandem parachute jumping, and hot air ballooning. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A hot air balloon down there.
1: So that hot what, air ballooning is something they really should do there. Don't you think? Mm. Oh, Um, The way that... They have a couple of different uh, routes and um, some go closer to the mountains, some go closer over the lake. But they're wonderful, aren't they?
2: Oh, they are. Really a great way to do it. Yeah, yeah. And Mm. and just, you know, all that view of the lake is is magic. And uh, Mm -hmm. talking of all of that beautiful area, there's sort of... um, There's a really good helicopter company down there, helicopter line down there. They do an absolutely marvelous job. And... Owned by a woman, and uh, the, the company is called Over the Top. And the reason that it's over the top is because there's no adventure that can't be done. Um, so, if people want to do heli skiing, the, they can be flown up to the you know, top of the mountain and ski down on, on virgin snow. Um, if they want to do heli hiking, and I've done this, where we hike the, to the top of the Remarkables and then hike down the other side and it's an absolutely beautiful glacial valley and a glacial lake. And I was actually leading a group of women to do this. And one of the ladies that was in my in the group had uh, had a heart attack, not terribly mm. or a month before actually. And as she's been wheeled into the um third the hospital she asked the doctor if she's having a heart attack, he said, Yes so said, well, you've got to make me I'm do this hike. <laughs> <laughs> so there was this. <laughs> and, to her, and to her credit, uh, she got well and she went to the gym and she got well enough to do all this sort of wonderful hiking that we're doing. She and I walked up to the, the top of the Remarkable Range. When we got to the top, mm-hmm. she stood there and wept and wept and wept for mm. the beauty. Know, just the oh, fact one well, that she was alive see, to do it and the beauty it. of this area. Yeah. Oh. Magic stuff. So. Yeah. So then we hiked down the other side of the range and you know, sort of coming down in, and from rocks into tundra and to sort of more grass. I sat down with our picnics mm. we had on our backs and when we'd finished our picnic, look up and here came three helicopters coming down the valley wow. to land and pick us up. So that was, you know, absolutely <laughs> remarkable and so that's an adventure in itself, sort of um heli hiking. Mm. And other people, there's heli biking, that you know, same sort of thing. Really, you sort of um, get out, and start riding your mm-hmm. bike down the hill. Um, but wonderful things like that. And again, this is another wonderful area for trout fishing. Absolutely, they do brown trout fishing in this area. That's just mm-hmm. magic stuff. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Now, oh, Karen, to, while we're mm.
1: talking about fishing in New Zealand, oh, yes. we need to mention. Uh, can you mention anything that a non-New Zealander, a tourist? Is there anything special they need to do? Do they need to have a license? Do they need reservations? Do they need permission or anything from right. owners? Or Is yeah. there anything but what, that a tourist yeah. needs to know about fishing, yeah. trout fishing? Very so,
2: right. Mm-hmm. Well, they need or, to have, have a guide.
1: fishing and lake fishing.
2: Yeah, yeah. They mm-hmm. really need to have a trout fishing guide because they provide the license mm-hmm. and they provide all of okay. the, the gear and also yes. know where the trout is. But you can't, um, they need that. Um, you can't just turn up and throw your, throw your net in. It's a very rotting, you know, cast mm-hmm. is the word Wait, um. I'm looking for. So, yes, um, and again, to know where the fish you are and to make sure that you get the best one, it's important that you sort of have a good guide and um, that they that are mm-hmm. around. So, yes, most definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so do we,
1: do, is there an average price for so some of our listeners will get an idea of what we're talking about to go fishing? Yeah. So it's
2: do you travel over fishing? Yeah. Or make fish? Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like the the old. We're of talking uh, hundred dollars a day. Uh, no, we're talking two hundred dollars
1: like, an hour. Or?
2: Yeah, we're talking more like New Zealand. For a full day of, of um, fishing is about eight hundred New Zealand dollars to eight hundred dollars. Okay. So again, it's not All something right. that you do every day that you're in New Zealand. But if if trout fishing is your passion, then you know to do it mm-hmm. once is is a marvelous <clears> thing. And
1: um, there are some lodges that, uh, as you talked about the Hookah Lodge, but even in the South Island, they have along some of the rivers and things, some of these wonderful little, uh, really designed for trout fishing lodges. And uh, you just get the whole package for one, two, three days or whatever.
2: Indeed, yes. And Tongariro Lodge is a lovely one that does that. They've been doing it for 25 years and they do a lovely, lovely lovely job. So there are lovely lodges that just are devoted to the trout fishing. Um, so for trout mm-hmm. fishermen, it's something that really, you know, is a great place to do it. Um, now then, one other thing that I want to talk to you about that I think is an absolutely marvelous uh, adventure, and that is it's probably more in the soft adventure line than, than you know, this jumping out of planes business. But it's um, mm-hmm. from Dunedin, really. You, or you can do it in reverse. But, but re- remember that mm-hmm. there's a vintage train called the Taikeri. Ta- Area, right. Uh, trend, right. Yes, and that goes through the gorge. Right. Now you can take that train, and um, when you get off the train, um, you you pick up a bike, uh, and you hmm. know, meet a group of people who are also on the train with you, and then the, they take a bike ride to Queenstown. And obviously that's not going to be, yeah. And so it's bike, it's sort of bed and breakfast to bed and breakfast, and there's a support um, van goes along as well. So it's an absolutely Mm -hmm. gorgeous thing to do for people who, um, you know, have the time and have the desire to sort of do something that's a little bit different, um, not well known, Mm -hmm. but lovely, lovely, lovely adventure. Oh, uh,
1: yes, spectacular trip. How long is that? About uh, three or four days.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, I think it's four, and uh, the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that magic? Uh, Sounds so, wonderful. Doesn't it? Yeah, so New Zealand is—you know—the Kiwis are really looking at their country and thinking, you know, what, how more can we show? What mm-hmm. more can we show of it, and how can we, how can we help people mm-hmm. have the time of their lives? Mm-hmm. And I realised, huh. Jerry, that you know, what we haven't talked about at all is the bungee jumping.
0: Right. Yeah. Wasn't that invented? No. In, it was invented in New Zealand, no. right? Or one it, of the first. It was. First <laughs> it was
2: invented yeah. in, in yeah. Um, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. The, the first one, of course, was in um, the Queenstown area, just oh, out of really? Arrowtown. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: you know, Karen, do you know where they? Do you know where they got the idea? No, tell me. Um, they got the idea from Pentecost Island up there in Manawatu, oh, where hey. these guys put the vines <gasps> around there. Oh. Their ankles and jump off and through, uh, their, through their men. And the New Zealanders were up there, I don't know, 30, 40 years ago, and they saw this, and as we were talking, they sit around. <laughs> <laughs> Kiwis sit around. <laughs> and uh, come. Uh, I guess they enjoy their beers. <laughs> but they come with these weird ideas, which are marvelous, and they came up with bungee jumping.
2: Isn't that oh, That's how they got it. That's, right. oh, That's what goodness. they've
1: told me several times, so I assume it's true. Well, well it makes
2: sense. And I've seen them jumping
1: either. out of the trees up there in the coast island before
2: yeah oh so,
1: uh, anyway I good activity yeah yeah
2: so that's well i haven't done it No. So I but, just, but you can you back. do
1: that almost any not almost anywhere but can you do that on both islands and throughout yeah
2: you can, can, you you can do it yeah you can do it in Rotorua area mm. and you can do it mm-hmm. uh, in uh, queenstown area and mm. so that's one in each place and i wouldn't be surprised if there's a third area that i don't know about but i wouldn't think that what, what, that river there is probably Taranaki has probably got a bungee jump as well. Right. In that yeah, area, I th- that they do but, that dam jumping
1: thing. Are you ready for this? One of my neighbors last year, and she is 77 years old, uh, went to New Zealand, and she bungee jumped. Uh, and they true. videoed her. And she has oh, a video of her jumping. Can you imagine? Can she you She imagine? was insane to do it.
2: Uh, 77
1: years old, bungee uh, jumping, uh, and she thought, but she said, I had to do it. Right. I said, do not you afraid you're going to die? <laughs> <laughs> see, I didn't care. At least a video, video. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but she's a lot of fun.
3: Uh, she's oh, a, that's brilliant. Fun. Oh, my god! But goodness. I
1: mean, so Good. all ages can consider doing
3: it. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jerry, that's, <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> oh,
2: so I'm not going to be able to use that as my excuse that I'm too old, I see. <laughs>
1: no, no, it won't work now.
2: <laughs> no, apparently not. Uh, Apparently <laughs>
1: not. Uh, I have never done it because I'm just terrified of it. Ah. I'd be afraid. I've seen it many, many times, but I,
3: yeah.
1: I just couldn't do it.
3: Because nah. you know when
1: they, they lean over and go, I, go <laughs> I just, I just felt faint. Oh, I just felt collapsed when I watched them go off that bridge. I just, I just, oh, I'm gonna <laughs> die. I'm on the bridge. <laughs> I couldn't do it. For, I, I collapse. Yeah. I'd, when, I'd be twisted. But it is, um, it's wonderful to watch in a bizarre, yeah. macabre way, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> lots gosh. of people do it, and they love well, it.
2: They do, they do, and, and get such pleasure from talking about it, so it, it, it's now, something you know. that I can't bring myself to do, and it's something about, I think, looking at all of those rocks that are down at the bottom waiting for me. You just I know, know it. Get, well,
1: do you it. know, um, my brother-in-law was went uh, up in Vancouver area, was there somewhere, where they're and there were a bunch of people doing it, and one guy... Uh, did it and it broke, or was it tried right? And he hit, just went straight down and died. He just hit the river down there and died. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, it, I mean, that's one in a trillion. But I mean, he watched that, and of course, he didn't He didn't dive after that. He didn't jump after that. Yeah.
3: But oh, uh, indeed, but that's yeah. what,
1: it rarely happens. But I mean, it can yeah. happen.
3: Yeah. It can. So yeah, I know one
1: yeah, yeah. time it did. But that river and that uh, rock, my bird. Uh, if you're mm, two yeah. inches, and he might be all like two inches away from it.
2: Mm, exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. I can, for, for all the weird and wonderful things I've done, it's not one mm. that I can even think about. But I do know that <laughs> the, we <laughs> risk riff, takers and adventurers do have that I sort know. of feeling about this might be the last day I'm I on know. the planet.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, but Bungie is never one thing that I want to do. Oh, one other thing I want to mention that we sort of talked about him. But one thing that I have done uh, several times is what they call, I've heard them called the great walks. I've heard them called uh, there, a long walks. There's several of them that are oh, wonderful. and I've track. done,
3: yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. the different trips. Yeah.
1: And they yeah. yeah. have the, uh, well, we talked about the mill for just a bit, mm. and there's the Abel-Tasman coastal one that uh, I did. Yeah. And I've done the uh, uh, Tongariro Northern right. Circuit. Mm-hmm. And they take several. You can do them in like a week or something. Mm-hmm. And my buddy that kayak with me that climbed Kilimanjaro last year, yes. um, he's going down. When is he going? January? <clears throat> he's going down, and he's doing, and I can't remember the name of it. But it goes from the southern part of the South Island to the northern part of the North Island, the uh, South Island. And it takes a long time to hike all, right. all the, track, the, whole the way. Is that
2: the safety track? That's it. Yeah. Mm, what, yeah. I think that's it. I'm sure that's yeah. it. And yeah. takes it takes
1: several months to do it,
2: mm-hmm. and yeah. it's
1: just wonderful, you. wonderful trail. I love it. I mean, he's done the PCT Trail here in America. He's done the Appalachian Trail, Oh. oh
2: okay. and he wants
1: to do that one. Oh, okay. so, I mean, New Zealand is famous for these treks. Now, it the is? thing about these treks that you've got to know is some of them require reservations a long time to get the permit, like the Milford. But you want to tell us, Karen, just a minute about the Milford Trek? Oh, it's right. probably the most famous trek in the world.
2: Well, it is indeed, Jerry, and um, people can do it as a freedom hiker, uh, or they can do it as uh, guided, and they limit the number, I think it's 40 freedom hikers a day that can only do that. They're they're trying to protect the environment as much as they can, and Mm. um, the guided trek is uh, four days, and... Mm -hmm. um, is hut to hut, so it's beautiful, beautiful hiking. The third day is the most strenuous mm-hmm. of the lot. But beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful track to do. It starts in April through November through April is, is the months for doing it. And the beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful hike. Um and come, mm-hmm. finishes with a say a cruise across uh Tianu. Yeah, Lake Tianu. Right. So right. beautiful hike. And um then there's another one there called the Ripburn track. And that mm-hmm. one is can be done in three days or seven, I think it is. So that it, again and again it's hut to hut, and and people really do need to book up for these because, as I said, they're trying to protect the environment and not have um, too many people at any one point um, doing all of these things. And, and the people, people come
1: from. I mean, I when I did the Milford, I've done it twice.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, people from all over the world do it. And so it's they really, you have to book way in advance to get it oh, very because they so. just don't have that many permits. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that's, yeah, that's certainly the truth, and uh, certainly worth doing. You know, wonderful thing to do. So if people are thinking oh, yeah. about it, you know, a, a year in advance is, is certainly not too not too early to start making those I know events. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful, and um, also for people who are there and don't have that amount of time to devote to just one adventure, there is a a guided walk that's the first day of the. Milford Track, and there's also mm-hmm. a guided walk that's the first day of the Ripburn Track. So that, really? Uh, yes. Yeah. So both. How, how long are they? Uh, oh, good are long they, like, day.
1: Two days yeah. or one no, day? It's,
2: it's one full day and the uh, use so of wow. start, yeah, mm, So you start at seven o'clock in the morning, so it's you know good and long. But um, now,
1: do they do it, a good part of it? I mean, one that gives you a good idea of the scenery and.
2: Yeah, the the first day, the, the first day, yeah, the, yeah. the Milford Track is the first day. The Milford Track, so you know, you so go across the the lake, and um, oh, right. then that, yeah, and then that first part of the hike with the, you know, with the fantail birds and everything else around there. So oh, it, it, mm, a beautiful it's worth part it. Of it. It's worth it. Yes, and yeah. you know, not everybody has the the time or even that desire to do the full full track because uh, mm-hmm. some people just like to have the feeling they've been through the old land and they've done something that's you know, just a bit more um, right. nature-based than...
1: And then you, know, you won't be, be as muddy as long. <laughs> 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 I, one, one time I did the for trek and it rained every day.
2: <laughs> oh, Lordy. Oh, my goodness oh, that's me. That's why oh, I went oh, back the second oh, time. Oh, and the oh, first oh, time it really just uh, rained. Oh, I,
1: mean, oh, I was so muddy then. and so miserable and so cold. Oh.
2: Oh, I'd well, be dressed
1: for it. it, but when you're wet and muddy, you know how that um, is.
2: Yes, I've done it I went back
1: and it only rained once, so it was worth it.
2: Oh well that was that you did well in that, yes, yeah. Yeah. I I, I remember um, um I I don't recommend that people do the first walk of the year and reason being that I did send somebody to do that and uh, they had to be, had to be lifted out. Like the small group mm-hmm. had to be lifted up the helicopter because the ice hadn't, the snow hadn't melted completely and uh, part of the journey really? was possible. Mm, yeah. Mm. So probably, probably November isn't the ideal month to be doing it. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so I did the first time the about the middle of December, and the second time I went in February. Okay,
0: yeah. <clears throat> so it was probably, yeah. pretty decent. Well, yeah. you know, it, it looks like we're all out of time there. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately. We are. Yeah, yeah, What? Well, That was great, though, Karen. Yeah, we 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 uh, went over the north and south pretty good there, the the two islands in New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. I think think we just had a good adventure, you and I. Yeah. Yeah. Very good adventure.
1: Okay. Well, Karen, as (laughs) always, thank you very very much, and we'll have to do this again. Well, and everybody remember this. And remember everyone, it's Adventure 2000. Again, Karen, (sighs) thank you very very much. We appreciate Uh, your time and. um, And especially your knowledge. Oh, my word. I know our listeners will be thrilled.
2: Uh, Well, it's a pleasure to talk to you guys, and thanks so much for giving me a call. I hope we'll do it again.
0: Yes, yeah, and we'll talk soon. Yeah, thank you.
2: Thank you. Okay, bye-bye now.
0: Mm Bye-bye.